0: Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. Happy, beautiful 2023, everyone. I am wishing you so much peace and ease and deep, deep breaths as we Kind of enter into this new year. And my hope for each and every one of you is that you are simply remembering that each day is a gift, that you can begin again anytime, and that just because it's a new year, you don't need to add layers and layers of pressure. Um, And perhaps just ask yourself, what are the feelings and energies I want to cultivate this year? And then just notice, like, what are the activities that help to enliven and awaken those feelings within you? So for me, I am leaning into more ease, playfulness, and bravery. And I encourage you just to ask yourself those questions. I'll leave you with that. So if you're interested in being a guest on my podcast, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at AnnieWagoner.com or on Instagram at CoreNourishment. And if you wouldn't mind just taking a quick second and heading on over to Apple Podcasts and offering a rating and a review, it would mean the world to me. All right. So for episode 53 and the first one for this year, I had the gift and opportunity of landing in presence with Alyssa Brigandi. She is a mom, wife, incredible friend to many a certified health and wellness coach, and postpartum doula at the Seacoast Doula. And in this episode, she begins by talking all about how much joy she feels when she witnesses other women discover greater confidence, use their voice, and really step into their purpose more fully. Alyssa views her work as her own soul's purpose, and she is truly gifted at holding space for women to share their stories and at guiding them to more clarity, empowerment, and ease within. I loved this conversation. We chatted all about what a postpartum doula is for those of you who may not know and the specific ways that Alyssa offers support to moms and families. We talked about the overwhelm and pressures that moms and parents feel in our culture creating a village, and the importance of learning to ask for help, which is so, so hard for so many of us. This inspiring woman, she truly lights up a room with her warmth, her beautiful heart, compassionate listening skills, and empowering energy. Again, it was such a joy just being present with Alyssa. So I encourage you to tune in and soak up her loving wisdom. And if you're interested in reaching out to her, you can find her on her website at theseacoastdoula.com or on Facebook and Instagram at theseacoastdoula. Oh, such a gift to have you sitting right here. I'd like to so get to do this in person. That's such so wonderful. So Alyssa, as you know, my one of my favorite questions to ask people, especially as we start just this experience in our conversation, is what is lighting you up these days? What's nourishing your soul?
1: Yeah. Um, great question. And it's something that I've I've been thinking about for a while. Um, but it it to be honest, it's the ability to, to observe women coming into their voice mm. and feeling empowered and having that opportunity to witness that. I love that. Um, it's amazing. And it, it, I recently had um, a health coach client who came to me kind of halfway through her wellness journey and where she wanted to be more of a participant in life versus Um, an observer wow yeah and she was doing all the things and she was putting herself out there she was um you know doing parent versus kids soccer games and um dodgeball
0: games <laughs> if you hear that listeners <laughs> it's my heat kicking it boom <laughs> sorry okay. okay keep going
1: <laughs> uh, well it's perfect the snow i falling know
0: and... the snow is falling yeah. anyway okay so keep going um
1: you know she was playing dodgeball with her students and um going jet skiing in the summer and she had this quote that just brought tears to my eyes she was like look at Nico." And I was just,
0: oh I have the chills. Yes. Yeah, I
1: cried because it was. Yes, this is. This is why I do the things that I do. Yeah, um, and I'll never, I'll never forget this client, and I'll never forget those words and all the work that she put into, her why and what she wanted to get out of that, um, and those simple words, "Look at me, go."
0: Yeah, and it's what, just, like, powerful role modeling for her, uh, like, for her family and exactly. for people around her, you know, which is yeah. and it about empowering.
1: A, That's amazing. Absolutely, and an inspiration, and you know, she wants me to, she makes me want to be a better coach mm. or a better person or a better mom. Um, yeah, I will, I'll never forget her.
0: <laughs> that is so beautiful, Lissa. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I feel that that's like aliveness right there. Like saying yes to life, like in a different way. Yes. Like I'm going to step more fully into it, you know, right. versus kind of sit back and watch right. and observe. Yeah. No
1: matter what things were holding her back, she faced those head on and made the necessary, like healthier lifestyle changes to change that. Yeah. Um, but she didn't let it get in her way mm. and she kept you know, the focus of I want to participate in, in life. I want to be there for my children. I want to, you know, embrace what's been given to me and not just, you know, waste it. Um, I remember she would share that, you know, family photographs. It was always her behind the camera because she didn't want her photo taken. Yeah. Mm. Or standing behind everybody mm. else. Mm-hmm. But now she's putting herself out there.
0: Talk about courage and bravery.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And a testament to you, Alyssa, yeah. with your ability to, a few things I was thinking about you this morning before you arrived. And just your incredible ability to compassionately listen, the way in which you land with people. And yeah. then to hold space to really, again, hear their story and guide them. To, I mean, you guided her. That's a reflection of also your coaching, oh. the way you guided her to to grab a hold of of like what lit her up and to go for it you know feeling safe from your support and empowered thank you yeah and that's
1: always something that I start right off talking to my clients about is that this is a safe space I always want them to feel that their time with me is a safe space and that whatever comes up to let it happen and it's okay yeah um and that you know what Whatever is said here will stay here. Mm,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I really honor that. And it's, you know, how we treat people matters.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And taking that time to listen to what they have to say. Because so often, especially now, um, people are being told what to do, mm-hmm. whether it's from society, whether it's from their physician. Nobody knows what they want anymore. Mm.
0: Um,
1: And so it's giving people that opportunity to kind of pause and ask, what is it that you would like? Yeah. is really empowering too. Um, Yeah.
0: And helping them to build that trust.
1: Absolutely. Perhaps
0: for the first time. Absolutely. You know, so, and that's, that's scary and also such a gift.
1: Yeah. Trusting. And themselves and what they want matters and is validated um yeah it again it, it takes that bravery piece to really get there yeah um but I, I love being able to witness that you know transition and and celebrate that yeah. whatever that may look like for them
0: mm, that's so beautiful Thanks. I love that I mean that's My heart is just, like, bursting open in gratitude for you, Alyssa. Like, that was your answer to this question. Like, (laughs) what's nourishing you? I'm like, clearly, and, and I've felt this from you, you know, ever since the first time I met you, but clearly you are so um impassioned around your work and you're living in your purpose yeah. as a health coach and then as as I mean you've been supporting women for years um yeah. but doing the perinatal support work yeah. that you've done and then what you're stepping into more fully and I'm so excited yes. for you to be able to share yeah um so do you mind going there sharing <clears throat> um so you're a certified health coach sure. and then yep. um and again, you've supported a lot of women in their yeah. prenatal care right. and moms. And then now you're stepping into becoming and are a postpartum doula. Yes. So do you mind yes. sharing what is, what is post for any listeners out there who don't understand the difference between sure. like a birth doula and a postpartum doula. Sure. And then I'd love for you to share like what made you say yes to that, to this part of your journey. Yeah. Um, so
1: a postpartum doula is someone who supports and mothers the mother Mm -hmm. after birth or after delivery um and it's typically those 12 weeks from delivery on um so it's offering support and guidance during those times where quite often we don't have a plan
0: (laughs) oh my gosh no right (laughs) and even if we think we do
1: it usually goes right up and and it goes out the window (laughs) yeah but there's so much focus into pregnancy and what we need to do um, to prepare for birth. We don't really think about what is the next, say, 40 weeks going to look like, or the next 12 weeks or next six weeks going to look like after
0: I... Not even knowing what the next hour is going to look like. Right. right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: where a birth doula is there to support the mom or birthing partner to deliver um, the baby Um, there, whether it's a home birth, whether it's in the hospital, I come in after Mm -hmm. and help support
0: um, and mother, the mother. And... Can I rewind and have you come help me after? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm like, oh, my gosh, if only I had asked for that help. Yeah. And I, think, or, yeah, you know, and I yeah. think
1: that's part of why I've landed here is that
0: <laughs>
1: knowing what I know now. Right. <laughs> if I had only had myself. <laughs> I
0: know. Um,
1: that wisdom postpartum. Yeah. Even for myself. You know, it, it's hard.
0: How were your experience? I mean, do you mind sharing? Absolutely. I'd love to know what your experiences were like postpartum.
1: Yeah, um, my birth experience was wonderful. Um, postpartum was hard. My my daughter, who's now nineteen. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. Um, she had a hard time nursing. Um, had a hard time latching on. I'm a new mom. I don't know what is happening um and it i mean it was it was a struggle for a long time and i remember the wonderful lactation consultants in the hospital how supportive and um, passionate they were in trying to help the two of us kind of get this
0: dance together
1: yeah. of breastfeeding right and and then I was so comfortable there. I didn't want to go home. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I remember. I was like, no, don't send. Me I home. know. Being so scared. Yeah. And because right. I thought,
1: when I get home, what am I going to do? I don't mm. have anybody. What if I don't make enough milk? What if she's still hungry? What if? What if? What if? What if?
0: Yeah. Um, and then that stress and anxiety and energy that I know it's right. so, the way it's, that compounds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so,
1: and I I vividly remember, like, coming home with my husband and my daughter and standing in her nursery. And I was sent home with, like, a hospital-grade pump. And I couldn't get it to work. (laughs) And I totally panicked. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, But eventually, I mean, you know, she... I had to nurse her, then pump, then feed a bottle. And this was like every two hours. So that energy combined with the exhaustion of doing that, mm-hmm. it, it was really depleting.
0: And everything else, your and hormones, else, your lack of sleep, your... Exactly, yeah.
1: You know, I, I was a stay-at-home mom my husband had, you know, his one week off with mm. us and then went back to work and I let him sleep. Oh, yeah. Right. Because he had yeah. to go to work. And so I was still getting up. Yeah. And now, like, looking back at it now, it's like, I still had a job to do. Right. <laughs> I was still I getting know, up But I day. can still
0: relate but, to this. And yeah. I imagine there are a lot of other there are a lot of other women listening to this who are like, yep, I did the same thing. Because culturally, societally, what we witness yeah. and, you know, what was kind of wired in us. Yeah. Um, which I like to believe uh, is is shifting a I little think bit. It is. And especially with people like you coming in to help really empower and support women in this way. But... Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I think back to that Brene Brown quote of um, rest and rest and courage um, in a society where Yes. Um, Uh, I'm lost on it, but...
0: Yeah, I know the one... I mean, basically talking about, like, our society, like, glorifies busyness and productivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: As like, you know, being exhausted is like a badge of honor. Yeah. Where rest is kind of looked at as a weakness. Mm -hmm. And I really think we need to kind of shift that mindset. And there are cultures that honor the postpartum woman. And where, um, like in India, a new mother will move back into her family home and be supported by her mom and grandmother and all the other household duties of cooking, cleaning, whatever is taken over by them so that the mom can just bond with her baby and do the necessary work that
0: she's been gifted to do. I love that you use the word gifted, too, right? Because it is such, it is such a sacred a, gift. Yeah. It is such a gift. And our culture in America does not support that. No, you
1: not know. at all. Not I mean, where women are going back to their physician at six weeks postpartum and, okay, now you can go back to exercising and you can go back to work and, you know, after six weeks.
0: Mm. It's... The pressures and exactly, just, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, and really, and it's a quick appointment. It's not.
0: Oh yeah, it's not a lengthy sit down talk. Um, and you wonder how many women go to that appointment. I mean, I think there are women who are like, "Hurry up, let me get to that appointment." Yes, you know because yeah. because you know there are just I think the parts of ourselves that desire to get back to certain routines or activities.
1: Absolutely,
0: and because that's like what that's like the should or oh I and then the like I was just thinking like I wonder how many women have gone to that appointment not feeling like not feeling like deep down ready right um, and feeling like there's something wrong with them yes right exactly and yeah. so I love that coming back to what you offer. And I want to hear a little bit more about your postpartum experience too, but is that you, you're there for 12 weeks with women. Yeah. It's not just the first six weeks.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's the 12 weeks of, you know, we'll have a conversation as to how often you'd like me to come, you know, weekly or, you know, how many days during the week, but um, where I can make sure you're being nourished, make sure you're having you know, hydrate, hydration, make sure you're resting. Let me do the dishes and the laundry and you go take a nap. Let me take the baby for a walk or just sit with the baby while you and your husband reconnect and have a conversation about maybe something else other than the right now. Yeah. Cause you're, you're deep into it and it's kind of hard to see through those exhausted clouds right yeah Yeah. um so just having and you know supporting siblings
0: Mm. that
1: are transitioning into this new role of theirs yeah Yeah. and how can they feel a part of this new person's life
0: um Mm. invaluable your your support Yeah. yeah that's
1: amazing yeah so again mothering the mother the way it should be yeah um, and kind of alleviating those other stressors, but also having somebody there in a non judgmental capacity of having a good conversation. You know, not, I won't give medical advice, but I'm here to encourage you and support you um, as far as
0: you are doing a good job. <laughs> you yeah, know, I was about to say, like just someone to have have you that you know to say like you are enough you're doing great yes. and, and what you're experiencing is normal right
1: and those <laughs> those words alone can really change someone's outlook mm-hmm. because when you're deep in it you feel like you aren't doing enough mm-hmm. or am I doing it the right way there is no one way or right way to do it there's yeah. your way
0: yeah yeah
1: and feeling confident in doing so it takes a little while, but yeah. having that person there to kind of validate and support makes a huge difference.
0: That's incredible so when it so you you have your nineteen year old daughter and then you have your son yes, 17. He's 17, yeah Seventeen. when when it you came to you know your birth experience with him and your postpartum was there anything you had learned from having your daughter that, that (laughs) helped you? Or I'd love to hear about that experience too. They were two
1: totally separate. Yeah. Two totally different babies where, um, you know, I, no matter the struggles that my daughter and I had, um, with nursing, I eventually was able to continue to nurse her till almost two years old. Um, and my son was born shortly before then, like, at, they're 22 months apart. So he came out like a ball of fire and <laughs> was just, I know how to do this. Yeah, um, Give it, you know, give me all the food. <laughs> I want it um, Yeah. yeah. If he, so he was totally, he was totally different. And I fe- but I f- also feel, okay, I can, my milk was already... There. Mm-hmm. So I felt maybe prepared in a way that I wasn't before.
0: Um, Did you feel a little more confident? And I felt more confident. Yeah.
1: Um, I also, when I had my daughter, I got involved in what we called a breakfast club, which was a group of moms in my neighborhood um, in Darcy. Oh, yeah. Sours is one of them. Um, and so we all had our kids around the same ages,
0: oh, amazing. um, and yeah. we would
1: meet every Friday morning and
0: that was huge. Yeah. It was like having my village. I was, yeah, what? That's so perfect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And every Friday being able to have that to look forward to. Yeah.
1: And just Adult, adult to, like, conversation. Meet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Right. Adult that's conversation, so
1: um, bouncing ideas off of each other letting the the babies interact as Mm. you know as they got older
0: yeah
1: um and then I remember there was a day where one of the moms announced that oh I'm pregnant again and then I was like oh me too and then Darcy was like me too oh that's
0: so amazing yeah so all three of
1: us had our seconds again right within weeks of each other so it was so great to have that connection and that group of friends to help me feel more confident. Mm,
0: um,
1: yeah. And again, you know, kind of feeling like you had this village where that concept is really gone, right? Like in our ancestors, they had all the people to help and all yeah. in such a huge capacity. And that's really lost in today's modern society. But I, I feel so fortunate for them
0: that you that you all end up creating your own yeah. um, tribe in that way. Absolutely. And ability to just meet each other exactly where you're at and exactly. show up however you're at and know that you're <laughs> yes. supported. Yeah. And, yeah, that's so huge. Yeah. Yeah. So the
1: confidence second time around was um, greater. And um, you, you get to kind of be into your own kind of rhythm, um, I don't know that my sleep was any better
0: <laughs> I know especially having like you having your daughter and then your son right too, I bet yeah, yeah
1: yeah so um having <laughs> I think having support is key
0: yeah yeah
1: key to the success totally
0: yeah So, at when I'm curious, Alyssa. So, now you know, again, your daughter's 19, your son's 17, you've been a certified health coach and and supporting women for years. Um, our cat, my cat Thunder, just joined our conversation. (laughs) Hi, Thunder. (laughs) Um, when did you decide, like, oh, okay, I want to become a postpartum doula and support women in this way?
1: Yeah, so. I've been working in the OBGYN specialty for like 25 years. And most recently as a health coach, I um, work with the perinatal community um, for Wentworth Douglas. And the more I worked with that kind of uh, group, I realized I could reach and support families even more mm. and on a different level, separate from the health coaching. Yeah. Um, and just wanting to continue to reach out and, and support them and knowing that this is a need. Yeah. That, that's it's so needed. Yeah. Um, and just that desire to want to continue to support women in that way. Um, it just it it felt like a no brainer.
0: I was gonna say it seems like such a seamless, you know, transition. Also, or not necessarily transition, your addition because yes. because of your skills, because of again your compassionate nature and um, your knowledge around health and and women's wellness. Um, yeah, to them want to just kind of support with further depth, right. you know, and their families too. Yeah, yeah. So
1: last summer, um, working with the perinatal community, we developed like a workflow of services that maybe pregnant women didn't know was out there.
0: Mm.
1: Um, so it was like a team of physicians and nurses and um, social work and myself where we let them know, like in their you know pregnancy appointments, we have social work, we have health coaches we have childbirth classes we have all these things and then like these specific kind of questions to ask to kind of gauge it's called like the pillars of health how oh, awesome um engage where their readiness mm-hmm. is for like support and health coaching and um whether it's you know that sleep piece or um trying to be physically active during pregnancy or work on nutrition um that's something as a health coach that I can do within, within that scope. Um, and as far as the postpartum doula, it just, it felt like the natural next step yeah. to kind of selfishly, uh, you know, help that desire that I have for just wanting women not to feel alone, not yeah. to feel like they don't have a voice. Um, to feel like they don't have support.
0: And that um, they have to do it all, you know? Like, yes, yeah. that they
1: are enough, that they are doing a good job. That's um, so important because it's so easy to feel like you're not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what a gift in terms of also, like, um, you know, I'm just visualizing you, yeah. like, going to someone, going to a mom's home, you know, and, and literally, like, just... Immediately, just with your energy, just offering a breath, like a fresh, like just a deep breath, and warmth, and, um, and then I'm imagining you also like here. Let me cook up some like a really delicious breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Hold your baby while you go take a shower, or you exactly. know, just the all the layers you get to also now bring with your yeah. your health coaching wisdom, um, yeah. to just help them feel more present in the experience because I'm reflecting back on my after having kids and (laughs) just like oh my gosh the fog and like you know just like completely immersed in it but also simultaneously feeling like so disconnected you know from my body like this is new what's going on and just the stress so um, yeah just again I keep saying the word invaluable but you you this this, um, role as a postpartum doula is again, so needed Mm -hmm. and so invaluable. So it's awesome. And
1: I love that you touched upon like the nutrition piece and how nourishment is just so important in the postpartum period. But I, I mean, again, I remember when I was postpartum and did I think about filling a water glass or I was just grabbing something quick. I wasn't cooking, you know, nourishing soups and like a
0: meal for
1: myself in, yeah. I was so grateful to have had friends who would drop off.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that is something that, again, there's that village, right. And, um, and how much that helped me and my little family at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but having the opportunity to go into someone's home and, and provide, you know, nourishment and the opportunity for rest, um, it's really important.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, it's important for every single mom um, yep. and for the ones who are breastfeeding, like just how much more like right. nutrient density they're needing yeah. and replenishment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, every single mom needs it. Yeah. But, um But yeah, just just how wonderful that is that you get to help educate them around that right. and also empower probably the partners mm-hmm. and the families yes. to help, but also just you and, you in and of yourself yeah. like being able to support them with yeah the brains bringing, bringing or making some food
1: and yeah. having those good conversations like you said with the husbands or the partners and how are you doing <laughs> yeah during this transition yeah you know what do you need help with how can what support are you craving or you know how how are you doing because it is like it's a team effort
0: yeah, and just like we were talking about, like, the cultural and societal um, pressures that we feel in in our particular country, um, also really different for the partners and the families mm-hmm. um, in other cultures you were referring to, where yeah. they, they do also have more support around them. Right. They have their own village. Right. Um, but I know, you know, that it goes the same, like, the partners needing asked that question is so important yeah. like how how are you right <laughs> what do you need yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so incredible that's awesome Alyssa. what would you if you could go back so you you said this <laughs> <laughs> only i i could go back and know yes. what i know now but what would you what would you say to yourself like if you were able to you you know let's say you just had your daughter yeah <laughs> you're feeling overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. exhausted, you know, getting up at night, putting that pressure on yourself. Um, if you could wrap your arms around yourself in that, in that moment, what would you say to her?
1: Ask for help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And know that it's okay to need help and ask for help that you don't have to do it all alone. Mm -hmm. Um, ask your husband to share in the, especially overnight duties but that's okay. Um, it doesn't have to all be about you doing it all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest that I would tell myself is to ask for help.
0: Use your voice. That's coming voice. back yeah. to what you said in the beginning. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it's uh, we all have one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just need to, to find it and be confident in using it. And then when we do use it, being also comfortable with what we said, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, I would definitely tell myself to ask for help and sleep more.
0: <laughs> yeah, sleep more, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming back to that. that rest. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I know. I mean, and I know that we've you know touched upon like society you know putting so much pressure on women to get back to their pre-pregnancy self mm. as quickly as possible and when you do so then you're a super super woman and it's so not true <laughs> it's it's unrealistic because our bodies have gone through like a monumental change that will never return in whatever way, to how we were pre-pregnancy,
0: we're not supposed to. I was about to say, and I love that you're bringing light to this, Alyssa, because it's <clears throat> we, yeah, like who says we need to? We we are we've already evolved from that right. that version of ourselves. Can we meet ourselves right here in this version and yeah. know that she is just as, if not even more so, like beautiful and. Right like has learned so much and there's so much more to, to, to become, you know, but not to have to go back to that, to looking that way, to feeling that way, to being that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know so much pressure. There's a lot of pressure on women. Um, And also just in all the roles. Right. And you said this, we were talking about this earlier, I think even before we recorded, but, you know, just in general, like a lot of moms are also, a lot are trying to juggle some sort of work, too, or, you know, just show up as as mom to their other child as yeah. well as wife and, and friend and just all those various roles, right. you know. So asking, being able to learn to find their voice and asking for help in all those ways. In all the ways. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, like you said, meeting yourself where you're at, not so much giving mm-hmm. yourselves... Like these deadlines of, well, I have to get to this point by whatever. I think maybe relishing and enjoying the moment and the process, whatever that may look like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and that can be hard. Not when I hit the fast forward button and like, right. yeah. Right. <laughs> because I'm telling you, my yeah. kids are 19 and 17 oh. and that that changed so fast. Yeah. You know, and people said they, you know, kids they grow up fast in the blink of an eye. It's and it's true. Yeah. So just maybe taking the time to be in the moment and not rush to slow down and know that that's okay.
0: Yeah. To appreciate yeah. all the various chapters. Yeah. Even the ones I feel really raw and messy they, and. They do. You know where I mean I can't. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I laugh, but like one of the things I've said, you know, even to my kids is I've never, you know, I've never been mom to a 12 year old and a 15 year old before. Like yes. I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm learning right along with you. Like Absolutely. I don't have that instructions booklet. Do right. you know where it is? <laughs> right. Like you know.
1: I lost that manual yeah. a long time
0: ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we're all but, in this together. Yeah. So there's, you know, we can take it as it is, or we can fight against it and make it really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um easier said than done yeah but kind of looking in perspective too
0: yeah definitely
1: yeah
0: Alyssa, i'm curious to know for you in your own personal like growth and practices um what what are some daily like ways in which you nourish yourself and and you've you've been and you and I have had conversations in the past too just about the importance of rest and just how challenging that is yeah um even in in the phase of life that we're in now you know with with you know older kids um teens but um yeah what are some practices that really nourish you and help ground you and center you sure
1: physical activity for sure I love to go for walks in the woods Um, that's where I feel most grounded and it feels most spiritual to me um going to the gym Mm um eating healthy food um of course you know that doesn't happen all the time but I can tell the difference um reading a good book I love to read um
0: What's a favorite you've read recently?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. There have been so many. Colleen Hoover is a new um, author that I've started reading. That um, Emily Henry is another oh, yeah. great one that I really enjoy. Um, and I just went to a River Run bookstore. In oh, I Portland. love that I bookstore. love that yeah. And got... Um, A new one called From Scratch that I'm looking forward to reading. Um, That's great. Yeah. I mean, I I just, I love a good book. Yeah. Um, But I also, I like to challenge myself. Um, I think that helps me stay grounded. Um, Whether it's reading so many books in a year or, um, you know, doing some sort of physical activity challenge just keeping my mind kind of sharp and yeah <laughs> that, yeah um help with that brain fog that
0: totally happens
1: <laughs> to all of us um and I love to cook mm. I absolutely love to cook I feel like I get lost in it um right now it's soup season and I can't yes oh <laughs> I my gosh, love, love it making soup yeah it's one of my favorites and, and I i mean I I love you know summertime for the warm weather but there's just something about cooking in the fall and winter mm-hmm. and just those comfort foods and that all the wonderful things that you can put into a pot and
0: all the warming spices yes. and the smells yeah yeah yes. it's an
1: experience and yeah. not just that you know the act of eating it's it's truly a putting on some good music while you're cooking and it's a great experience
0: that's awesome i i love every everything you've shared Alyssa. i'm like i feel like i can feel and imagine your senses just coming alive you know like from you know moving your body and being outside in nature in the woods and like the smell of the trees and the crunch underneath your feet to you know cooking and just the music and the aliveness and the, the food and then just the textures, but also the smells yeah. and scents. And then I'm imagining you cozied up with a book and like a blanket and, um, also the role modeling that for your, your family, like in doing those things, yeah. um, is so powerful. And I just love that you're sharing this because, because again, coming back to what we were talking about before, how challenging it can be to, mm-hmm keep ourselves at the top of the list and to prioritize those things yeah. when when the overwhelm can take over or we feel the pressure is to keep up and, and do all these other yeah. tasks um, right and it takes effort and intention it does you know so, and I love
1: that word intention and in times where you feel like or when I feel overwhelmed I like to journal Mm-hmm. Just yes. write down five things that I'm grateful for in that day just to give me perspective, right? Because it's easy to go down that rabbit hole. Of yeah. Everything's awful and,
0: you know, yeah.
1: and nothing's going right. But if I can pull five things from my day that I'm grateful for, it's a total mind shift.
0: And that takes like five minutes or right. less, you right. know? So to pause and catch yes. yourself and do that, that's, that's huge. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank right. you, Alyssa. <laughs> I, I need to remember that. <laughs> it's living,
1: you know, out of intention and less out of habit. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, And you can't forget to laugh.
0: I know. Right. It's there, so true.
1: There's always something to laugh at, whether it's myself <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, watching you know, my son being goofy and, mm-hmm. you know, a 17 year old boy and trying to laugh and remembering to laugh. Yes. We're um, just, you know, taking a look at your family and, and smiling mm. at the wonderful thing that you've created.
0: Yeah. You know? Going right back to that full circle. Yeah. The miracle that's like right in front of you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a total gift and it's, Something that should be celebrated and not forgotten.
0: Mm. Yeah, your attentiveness to that—you know—you've used the word "celebrate" a few times. Whether you know, right now, the example of like celebrating, you know, what's in front of you and your family and um, t- and your health, but to like then you know, celebrating other women—like your attentiveness to that is 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 just absolutely spectacular. Let's say, like, your lens and ability to see that um, is very inspiring. So, oh, thank yeah. you yeah thank you definitely and I imagine like every person you get to interact with whether a client you know or a new mom yeah who's just home um and overwhelmed you know to your own family like you you get to help them shift into that place um with a little bit more ease and grace yeah yeah and
1: I love that ease and grace is very important You know, just wanting to give people a big hug because sometimes that's all you need.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know that's all
1: you're looking for is just that connection.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's it's powerful and it's I feel like you know my my work is it's not a job, right? It's my passion. It's it's a gift that I've been given to be able to do. And. it's not something that I wanna take for granted or take lightly. I feel honored to be able to work with all the people that come. I come in contact with. Well, I feel very lucky for, for what I do
0: you are living your purpose for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that is that for is
1: someone who really
0: evident <laughs> for a long
1: time. I'm like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, however, everything comes in time mm. and in its own time and it arrives when it's supposed to. Um, and I just feel so grateful to be able to live and work my purpose.
0: And you honored that within you because that, that was in you. You know, yeah. that was bubbling up probably, yeah. you know, as you said, you know, when you're having your kids and then the experience of creating your own village on Fridays yes. with your, your neighbor friends and then um, just being a health coach and being in the OBGYN world. Yeah. It's like it's all, it, I'm like, oh, it was totally, it was totally unfolding for me, right. And then, right. but, but also you listened because I think it can be easy and hard sometimes to listen and honor that or to like not trust it and then to feel like oh I should be going on this path right you know so I
1: feel very grateful for the community of Wentworth Douglas Hospital and it's such an amazing organization and I feel so grateful for the work that I've been able to do with them um yeah there's a lot of gratitude for all of it even you know in the messy time or the question am I doing the right thing mm-hmm, or,
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah. staying
1: focused and yeah. staying listening to like my inner self Yeah. and continuing to go with that because it is so easy like you said to kind of well maybe I'm not doing the right thing or maybe I should be doing something else but I don't mm. feel like it's really been that way I feel like it's Gent- gently
0: been unfolding. That's awesome. For a little while. And so cool. And yeah. here you are. Here. And here I am. Here, oh, <laughs> you're totally expanding. And I love Alyssa. Like, you know, for listeners out there, we were, t- Alyssa and I were chatting earlier about, yeah. um, well, and you said you like to challenge yourself. And, but yeah. that, like, you, you like, I mean, it takes courage to just, like, you know, to say, okay, let's do this. Let's have this conversation and, and right. air it, you know, and yeah. to put yourself out there. And yeah. you're, you know, I've been witnessing you, like, just step even more boldly into your light and your purpose and sharing, sharing that, you know, um, with, with other women and the world is, it's really powerful and awesome. Mm -hmm. It can be scary and it can be amazing
1: all at the same time.
0: Yes. That duality. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. So I'm just, I'm going to ride the wave and, and just, I want to reach so many families to support them it's it's my purpose for 2023
0: I think I love it so I have a question I I have a question I've been asking myself and then you know it's been a discussion in my family and with my own clients um and so before I have you share with with everyone like where they can find you because I'm imagining there are a lot of moms out there in the Seacoast area who are like please Alyssa help me (laughs) um when you think of 2023 because you mentioned it uh When you think of, like, the feelings that you want to call in for your life. So Mm -hmm. not goals that you have to attain and succeed at, you know, or um, accomplish. Yeah. Um, But, like, feelings and energy you want to call in. I'm curious to know, like, states of being. Like, what are you calling in for this year? I love this question
1: because it's something that I really thought about a lot. And I'm not big on... I've never been big on resolutions.
0: Yeah. I mean, personally. I, yeah.
1: Um, but I am looking to meet myself where I am in 2023 and maybe let go of things that no longer serve me mm. to open up space for the things that do. Um, so I think maybe more of, like, a calm yeah. feeling mm. and not so much angst or stress um, or fear. Yeah. And just going into the new year in a calm state or a calmer
0: state. Yeah. Um, Even as you're saying that, Alyssa, I wash your, your, like, shoulders relaxed. Yeah. Your, like, heart <laughs> opened a little bit. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, spaciousness. And just,
1: yeah. And just letting go And letting go of the small things that you know, and it may sound silly, like, "All right, so I didn't do X, Y, or Z around the house, and that's okay. I'm gonna let that go. I'm not gonna stress out about it." Yeah. Um, I can't. I can only control myself. I can't control the outside world. Yeah. um, so I think just a sense of calm is what I'm going into the new year with, and meeting myself where I'm at.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what you know I am getting from you. That you are empowering other women to do yeah. is to meet themselves yeah. exactly where they're at.
1: Yes. You know,
0: with a little bit more ease and calm and yeah, and love <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Giving ourselves some love. Yeah. It's really important. Oh, yeah. thank
0: you. Thanks for sharing. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So where can people find you, Alyssa? So, um,
1: I, my website is the I'm also on Facebook, um, under the Seacoast doula as well as Instagram.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And just in case there are women who sure. aren't like right around this area, do you yeah. offer anything virtually? I do. That's such a great question.
1: So my services are, you know, postpartum doula support um, in person or virtual.
0: Great. That's so Um, good to know.
1: Yeah. As well as, you know, mixing health coaching in with that postpartum doula experience. And then as well as um, postpartum nutrition and making sure that uh, moms and their families are well nourished um, postpartum. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
0: You are such a gift. This has been such a joy. Uh, this is so, so thank awesome. You. This
1: has been like, I've been wanting to do this. And I, I know that we sit down and, and chat, um, but doing this in this space and the snow is falling. I know just, it feels magical. It I'm like,
0: this is, so you're my first, I'm so excited, Lizzie. You're my first guest for 2023. Yay! And I've personally, I know some people who hear this in New England might disagree with me, but personally I've been craving a little snow. I'm like yes. it's winter, I want I want yes. the snow. And so it feels really magical that yeah. that I got to just land in presence with you and converse and it's snowing outside and thunder. My cat just joined us and it's all cozy. <laughs> it's and uh, we've got the sounds of my booming heat <laughs> kicking in, <laughs> which hopefully will resolve soon. It's all but wonderful. yeah It's so good. So thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so, so much for taking the
1: time and sitting with me and and sharing your space with me. I so appreciate it.
0: Yeah. You're awesome. Pleasure. Thanks, Alyssa. You're just thank you. you such a wonderful person. Thank you so much. I'm such a joy. <laughs>